Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you're watching a baseball season unfold and we're sneaking up near the halfway point, lo and behold, you should get people on like Casey Stern from Sirius XM's MLB Network Radio because he's as good a baseball talk show host as I know. Hello, Casey. Jody Mack, how are you, sir? I'm good, and I'm hoping you are the same. The question is, is our game good? Uh, This week has been all about policing sticky stuff. And it has caused much consternation throughout the entire industry. And I'm positive there is a lot of blame to go around that we have to deal with all of this stuff in the midst of a season. Um, Players, when I say players, I mean pitchers and regular players who allowed these uh, cheaters to get away with it for as long as they did this year. Baseball itself, individual teams, where should we be laying blame uh, at in these times? Uh, one group more so than the other. One group uh, shouldn't be under the microscope that I'm trying to put them in because I'm calling everybody on the carpet. How do you see all of this as, shake, as it has shaken out in the last week? You know, look, the way I, I've been putting it in you know, just kind of like simplistic terms is when we're driving at, well, I, I, and I don't even know what the answer would be. I don't know what kind of driver you are, Jody, but when you see 55, um, I don't know, wherever, in Philly somewhere, the Southern State Parkway, doesn't matter. You're 55. Fair to say, like, as long as you're with traffic 65, 70, and you feel like, you know, no police officer is going to stop you. Is that fair? Well, the, the given is seven miles under the speed limit. 62 is a given. But if, right. others, if others are going 65 and you're going 65, well, then that seems to be the news posted speed limit. That is the grip. That's exactly what has happened in this sport over the years is the, the, the legislation, the verbiage says 55, but no one in the league has really ever wrote it 55, whether it's, and we've seen some egregious, I mean, Pineda went with the Cold Stone Creamery, like it, love it, gotta have it scoop on his neck. But, you know, I, Kenny Rogers, right? Remember Lester getting called out in the playoffs, but you know, there's always something else that they're rubbing on to get a little bit of a grip and the hitters kind of get it. And they both kind of both teams police it with the umpires. And, hey, if anybody notices that something seems a little bit, uh, you know, maybe a dude in the, in the little red Corvette, as the song goes, going 90, then we go stop that guy. Over the last number of years with spider tack and all the, all the different – with information comes ways to now get ahead. I mean, just ask the Astros, right? So now you've got a certain amount of high-caliber players who have made tons of money by finding ways to not get pulled over going 80. And the other pitchers are thinking, well, wait a minute. How come I'm not going 80? So now they start to go a little faster. And that is kind of little by little what's happened in the league. And the hitters are kind of like the cops wanting to hand out tickets and say, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be able to throw like that. So my question that I've always had in this entire situation is if it's so bad, when they took the ball, to Rob Manfred, when he was interviewed in the athletic piece, you saw that about a week ago. 
he said that the information they got, Jody, from taking the balls in the first month of the season told them that it hadn't gotten better. In fact, it had gotten worse. That means they know who's doing it. They know who is using, right, like that special sauce to go make this thing happen. But they didn't get those people. Instead, they took any grip away from everybody. Why? Because if it's, let's say, a Yankee or a Dodger, those owners don't want those guys getting suspended for a rule they broke. The players, uh, you know, association obviously doesn't want to deal with it. The, the fans aren't going to watch if I don't have, let's throw out names, Garrett Cole, whoever, Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller, whoever you want to throw in there. Right. So what they did was kind of like the Astros situation where everyone gets immunity. So now, like, hey, you give us the information, nobody gets punished. They basically took the grip out of the whole league instead of getting probably what, in my opinion, are maybe like 8 to 10% of the people who actually know how to do this to this level. Because Alex Sambrim, go Wikipedia. He's like my size. I think he's one homer. He got banged for steroids. You know, it's not like everybody who uses spider tack is going to be great. But they know the guys that have done it to that egregious level. My question is, why did you do this to the whole league in the middle of the season instead of nabbing the guys who were going 85 in the 55? I'll, I'll never enough. understand it. I, I, I see the uh, way you're looking at it. I look at it similarly, but not, not exactly the same. I got no problems with enforcing the rules. If Major League Baseball were the highway patrol out there on the Southern State Parkway and they said, listen, we're going to put a cop every five miles they're telling you ahead of time, we're going to put a cop every five miles. And if you go above 55, we're going to pull you over and you're going to get a summons. As long as you know, and Major League Baseball game, this was one thing I was a little critical of, the fact that they announced that they were going to take measures and then waited almost two and a half weeks until they implemented it to give everyone a couple of starts or outings to get used to not cheating anymore. They weren't really trying to catch people. They were just trying to stop the cheaters. The very successful cheaters, the only okay cheaters. They were trying to catch all the cheaters or at least stop all the cheaters. I, I thought that they wait, waited way too long and it was a real bad look. But it seemed somewhat successful to me, at least for the first five days. Does it for you? Yeah, I, you know, the problem is doing it in season. Because here's the thing. The, the memo went out in March, right? So... We know the league is slow. Like, everybody's answer when I always get into this with people around the sport is, oh, what do you expect? Like, the DH, they didn't start talking about, the, like, the non-tender deadline. Did they not notice? We were talking about it in the World Series. Hey, is there going to be a DH next year? It's like, how are you not having that discussion? Go ask Jack Flaherty if he thinks it's important. The Cardinals won 5-15 and 15 in the next 20 games after it went down, right? So, they're slow. But if they knew in March that this was a big deal, why didn't they then just put this into place? You didn't have to gather any baseballs, Jody, to find out what anyone's doing if you told them that they can't do it anymore, right? Like, then you don't have any data that you need. If they weren't going to have a witch hunt and they weren't trying to find out the big names that were doing it, why didn't they just put this in at the beginning of the season? Does anybody understand why not? Because to me, there's no answer to that question, and it doesn't make any sense in the middle of the season to say, hey, in June – it's the 10th, and on the 21st, here's what's going to happen. Because whether the pitchers legitimately, like a glass now, have you know, a gripe or not, and I think it's you know, common sense avenue side, understandable that if you're not using anything, and let's say you use even you know, the, the stuff that's in the bag and in the bullpen, yes, people, there is that, right? Where whatever, you know, the Gatorade or whatever they're using for sugar to mix with sweat that gets on that grip, 
if he's got to go down to nothing and he's got to squeeze the ball harder and pitch differently, you don't ask the doctor to then walk in and on the way into the OR and say, hey, instead of a scalpel, this time we're using a fork. I, why didn't they do it before the season and let them go through spring training this way so that nobody could, could moan about it? Why? In, in 2020 hindsight, you are 100% right that this should have been cracked down during an off season rather than in season. But do you really believe Tyler Glass now had the nerve to say that his injury was caused by the fact that, hey, I can't cheat anymore. So therefore, I got injured. Shame on Major League Baseball. They should pay my... Come on, if you're cheating and you know you're cheating, even though it was a cheating that you didn't pay a penalty for, when they tell you you're going to have to play, that's kind of on him. I was so perturbed by that that he had the nerve to say, yes, I got hurt because Major League Baseball is now enforcing the rules. Well, here's the thing. This this is where, and look, I don't know Tyler that well. I've talked to him a few times. I like him. He seems like a nice kid. If you were pitching the way he was pitching, right, and you're on the raise, so it's like I got to keep doing this so I get traded like next year somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> pay me right, um, and then you find out you could end up with Tommy John. Don't you think there's some irrational side of things that's going to come into play in that moment? You know what I mean? Like that, I, I kind of give him a little bit of a pass, and he's in his mid twenties. Like you know, you're looking. I, I, was he grasping at straws? Probably Jody, but I, I think it was more frustration than anything else. I will say though. That cheating, and, I, and this is where I go back to what I was saying before, you know, cheating really is a gain and advantage that I'm taking that others don't have. The rule book is the 55 speed limit. So your 62 to 65 isn't cheating. That's what everyone does. So we don't know which guys were doing what everyone does or just getting a grip, right? And we don't know which guys were actually having – that high level of success because they had found that great concoction in the special sauce, the league knows they just don't want to tell us. And that's the part that just ticks me off because instead of, if you really think it's cheating, because the league doesn't, and I'll give you an example of, of how we know that Joe West, for whatever you want to say about him, and it, it's about him a lot, but he's not a terrible umpire, you know, comparatively like CB Buckner and Angel Hernandez in the game, Jody, where he broke the record for the most games up. Giovanni Gallegos had something on his cap. He was obviously going to get a little grip from underneath the bill of his cap. Joe West made him change his hat, and then he continued the AB. He didn't take him out. He didn't do what LaRusso said to Yermin Mercedes swinging 3-0, like you're getting consequences. He didn't have a sit-down. There's no code red. There's no suspension. That's the umpire who's up more games than anybody, and really his approach was, in Joe West in that case, was, come on, man, what are you trying to get away with? That's how little of an amped-up nature really the league within it on the field has had about this. And that's what becomes hard to then push it as it's cheating. If the league wanted to do that and really believe in it, they should have nabbed one of the big names they found out about at the beginning of the season. We're back to the uh, Southern State Parkway uh, (laughs) irony because it would be a uh, uh, warning if the cop pulls you over and says, I'm going to let you go to warning this time. Yeah, no, if, right. you're, if you're 25 miles over the speed limit, you've got to get a ticket. That's just the way that that's I would right. look and at it. That's, and, that's and that's exactly right, and that's what he's saying. But the, the reason I bring it up is then we can't say that's cheating because everyone – again, I, I hate the everyone is doing a thing also. I do. Roy Oswald I had on the show, and he's like, I never used anything because some guys just haven't needed it. Now, I will tell you, here's the other part that nobody talks about. 
So the ball has changed this year. The league did it. We know that. Everybody right. I've talked to has said that the ball is slicker this year. Now, this is even before this. If you're changing the ball into a season, don't you think then is even more of a reason to not in the middle of the year do this and to allow them to get used to the new ball? Like, you know, we don't understand it because we're like, you know, common people, but you, you've got the pitchers your whole life. I mean, they hold a baseball and literally, I mean, they know everything about what it's supposed to feel like. When they raised the seams, remember a couple of years ago, half the, the rotation of the Jays went down with blisters. Blister, we haven't yeah. seen Aaron Sanchez the same since. It's been years. Estrada went off the reservation. Rich Hill was down like every two weeks. I, I think the idea that they issued a new ball is more of a reason, in my opinion, Jody, and again, hindsight, but they should have done this before the year. So, again, even playing field, everyone, every game, every pitch is doing it the same way. Doing it in the middle of the year just seems like, like usual, that the league didn't understand what it was doing. Casey Turn here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's take it on to the field. Um, first couple of months of the season, the San Francisco Giants were a feel-good story. Hey, they're hanging with the Dodgers and the Padres. Everyone thought, you're truly very much included, a two-team race between the Dodgers and the Padres. Damn, San Francisco, good for them. They're hanging around, and they hung around, and they hung around some more, and they hung around a little bit more. And now as we're sneaking up in the midpoint of the season, not only are they in first place, they're in first place by four and a half games, five in the loss column. How the hell are the Giants doing this? I watched Gabe Kaplamanis the last two years in Philadelphia and thought he was in over his head, but somehow he's pushing all the right buttons in San Francisco, or is there another explanation? Well, look, I'll say this. There, there are a couple of things. One, Terry Francona, Phillies, Joe Torre, Mets, right? I mean, you know, A.J. Hinch, I know it's different looked at now, but Diamondbacks. You know, I, you know, managers can improve, just like players. I mean, Don Madden is a better manager now with the Marlins than he was with the Dodgers, even though he doesn't have as good a team. So, you know, I, I think there's probably been improvement. The other thing is there's a culture there that kind of, like, it does its own thing. I mean, Bruce Bochy was there with the same coaching staff forever. And even though those guys left, Posey and Crawford and Belt and the guys who, you know, kind of did it regimented and all the right things and – said all the right things. I mean, they're really like the 12 Derek Jeters on the team and kind of either going about your work. That, that lunchpail mentality, that's the way they've always played with great pitching. Travis Ishikawa didn't have a job, and then he won an NLCS with a homer, right? Sandoval was hitting three home runs off Verlander and then was once not in the lineup. They, they've always kind of scratched and clawed to get runs. What surprises me is that Yastrzemski, who has really proved to be a really good player the last couple of years, until the last few days, has really not had a good first half. And they were being carried by Evan Longoria before he got hurt and Buster Posey, which nobody expected. It's a great story, but nobody expected that. I don't know how they've scored runs, but I will tell you, Kevin Gosman has pitched his tail off. Yep. And for $19 million, which is a hefty that, – that AAV on that qualifying offer is – I mean, that's a lot of money. He's earned it, like, already. I mean, he's going to be – I mean, it's DeGrom and the rest of the world – but he's two, three, four, somewhere in that Cy Young race. Alex Wood, they spent $3 million on. They watched the Dodgers beat him as a reliever and a starter, like for, you know, mixing and matching his pitches for I don't know how many years. $3 million? They did, Farhan did a really good job, Jody, with that team. But if they're going to win this division and make anarchy for everybody, which would be just to set the stage, people, don't close your eyes if you're driving. Blake Snell, 
in the wild card game, beginning this playoffs, the way last one ended against Mookie Betts and the Dodgers in a wild card game. One way they could do that. They need the Nationals to start playing as bad as we thought they were a week ago, and they need to rent Scherzer for the rest of the year. Because I do think the Giants need a bat, and I like Starling Marte as one of the guys I like for that team, but I, I think Scherzer would be fantastic, especially that environment. He would love being there with Posey and those veterans and taking one shot at the end of the year before he's a free agent. I think it would be a great pickup for the Giants, but the way the Nationals are playing now, I don't know if they'll get moved. Starling or Cattell? If you're Marte shopping, which one would you prefer? You know, I, I think for the Giants, well, it, it depends what team it is. And, I, I, you know, not trying to cop out. I, I think for the Giants, with that outfield especially, and we both know how that plays, just as hitters, uh, I think Starling Marte, even though Cattell Marte also has the infield presence, they don't really need him there. They really need to solidify that outfield. And the thing about the Giants, is they can't really score runs by thumping. Their numbers are deceiving because they're up near the top in homers, but I really don't know how. If you look at their lineup right now, you certainly wouldn't trust it. I like a guy in Marte who can go first to third, find a way to scratch it, you know, get a stolen base. I also has a little bit of pop in the bat. I love Cattell Marte, but for me, I would like to see the Chicago White Sox. I know Madrigal went down. The kid that they really like. Marte's got one more year on his deal for $5 million. I don't care what you got to figure out after that. He could play in the outfield. Adam Eaton's gone anyway. He could, I, you can move somebody over to Moncada. You can make the DH. I really don't care. But I think for the White Sox, I'd like to see them get a little greedy. And I think could tell Marte as the second baseman the rest of the year, now that they've lost their young stud, I think would be fantastic. Right. For Madrigal, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Last thing, Case. Uh, the two juniors. Mr. Tatis and Mr. Guerrero, who are both pounding home runs at uh, record-setting numbers for guys their age. Are they too young to be begging out of the home run derby at this stage? I know we talk about the slam dunk in the NBA, and you and I have had enough slam dunk conversations over the years during the All-Star game. And at some point, you say, yeah, I'm, uh, when I'm a youngster, it's uh, acceptable that I try. But once I've established myself... Then they get out. That hasn't always been the case with the home run derby. Veteran guys have stuck around and competed and given a, a nice showcase on the day before the All-Star game. Are these guys too young to be backing out already of the home run derby? Well, look, I think in it depends who the player is. First of all, like, like in, a, in a situation like a Tatis Jr. where like it looked like his shoulder was like going to fall off, I don't want him anywhere near a derby, obviously. Same reason the Mets are going to be like, no, Jacob DeGrom, you don't understand you're not pitching. Um, so that's that. As far as Vlad is concerned, he, you know, look, from what, and I'm not in, you know, I was almost going to say Toronto, Buffalo or Dunedin, <laughs> but <laughs> you could tell the work he put in the offseason. Like, I think he talked to Pop. I think he kind of got humbled a bit. I mean, he lost weight. He busted hump. He's an MVP candidate for sure. If there's no Otani right now, he is the MVP. I think clearly in the American League, I wouldn't be surprised. If he had bugs in his ear that said, dude, just keep, keep your mind on what you're doing and, you know, stay focused and rest and, you know, have fun, but, you know, don't do much for a couple of days, get, get in that bat, maybe start the game at DH or whatever, and get back out here because you're carrying us. And, you know, we never know when the teams get in the way. You know how that stuff goes. I mean, look, is it in their head or not? I don't know. It's like when Carl Crawford was the fastest guy in the league. The dude never let off. He would only hit second. I didn't understand that. 
Like, why? Like, you hit first, all of a sudden I can't see. It makes no sense to me. Like, closers, non-save situations. Right, well, Memphis, if I can't do it. I, the home run derby, the swings, you're tired. You take a couple of days. You're going to tell me in August that's affecting you? I've never believed that. But I do think that where we say pitchers are creatures of habit, hitters get, like, diva-ish, not hitter-ish, about the home run derby. And, you know, maybe he doesn't want to do it. His dad's done it before. I remember in San Francisco, his dad against Garrett Anderson yep. in the finals. Maybe Pops told him not to do it. I don't know. I mean, it, it's possible. I'm not trying to get, give him a break, but I like the kid. I, I, it's possible dad said not to do it. And I would vote him for MVP over uh, Shohei Otani, even though I'm psyched that Otani is going to be in the home run contest. But uh, you vote for the person you think who's uh, deserving, and I think Vlad Jr. is that guy right now. We are uh, not deserving of the insight that Casey Stern gives us when he opts aboard, but I ask anyway, and he keeps saying yes. So I'm going to continue to do so, and I'll get him back on about a month from now. Mr. Stern, always a pleasure. Glad you're doing well, buddy. Thanks. Joe, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. That is Casey Stern, who's uh, good enough to come on, despite the fact that his Islanders got beat last night. We are taping this, and before we came on, uh, he had to tell me about I can't believe the Islanders. He's a diehard Islander fan, but he is Mr. Inside Baseball. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.